Questions of much graver and universal interest occupy our minds today. Ladies and gentlemen. Turn it on. Turn it up. New and exciting. Are you ready to turn it up? It's time to crank it up. The wait is over. Over. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the DCPCREP. We're back. I'm your host, Paramike, and sitting across from me is the lovely gothic bride <laughs> of my life. And that little squeak is the little gothic puppy, little monkey, Patches. Sitting across from me here in the studio is the one and only Paralore. Hey, everybody. Sorry about the hiatus. We've been busy. I've been under the weather myself, and you've had, um... I got kicked in the ass. <laughs> point blank. Out of the fucking blue, I got kicked in the ass. January 16th, 2020, um, I was getting ready to go to the cancer center here in town to get my part flush. Mm-hmm. Because of the 2016 incident that a lot of you know, a lot of you don't know, I'll just catch up on the pre-shows. Yep. Um, I was getting ready to go get my port flush on the 16th, and out of the goddamn darkness, <laughs> I got hit with kidney stones. <laughs> He's Are got you multiple. Fucking kidding me? He's got multiple. It took I me had out. one. It took me out. I was just going into our living room slash bedroom to go get my cell phone and my hat, and I didn't even get past the red couch. And I went down like a ton of fucking bricks. Yeah. And I had to scream to wake up Paralor out of a dead sleep. I was, I took my meds, so. She didn't know what the fuck was going on. She ended up calling 911, and, well, they showed up all right. The only problem is they took their sweet-ass time to figure out what medication is done. Really, you fucking morons? (laughs) Medications are not important for what's happening to me where I can't walk. Well, they have to have And I'm in serious pains. It's like I had a hot poker just spear right through me and a fucking jaw just eating at me. While I'm rolling on the floor with fur. (laughs) Really. And dirt. But anyways, I've passed... About nine already. Yeah, nine. Ten, actually. You're forgetting the one at the movie theater. No, that was eight. Oh. Eight there, nine. Oh, no. Ten was was a week ago. Okay. That's right. It was in the shower. Go figure. Ah. But I'm doing a little bit better. I still have my right arm pain, which kills from hell. But, hey, can't get a doctor to give me an x-ray. I keep telling you to call our doctor's office, but... Well, I know one was ordered by the physical rehab that was in the building. Yeah. Comes to find out they're no longer on my health insurance. Bastards. Still, nothing. So, oh well. No, you got to call them and say, look, you need to have a script done for an x-ray. You can. That's what the therapist ordered for me, and look what happened. Got nothing. And I told it, well... I left it up to the therapist's hands, to the doctor, and it was the doctor's next move, but hey. Look what happened. Nothing. So, screw it. You see what I have to deal with? I'm dealing with it. Don't give a damn. But we're back. We're going to do the show. Mm -hmm. We're going to try to put ourselves on a schedule, hopefully, (laughs) and continue this. Mm -hmm. 
But we also want your help too. Yeah. You need to send us some paranormal stories. Or if there's even any places that are haunted in your area. Yeah. EVPs so we can listen to it and put it up on our website and on the show and stuff like that to help us grow. Because I know our colleagues has been hounding us. <laughs> what are you going to do in next show? Well, they've been haunting you. They've been taunt, uh, bugging you. <laughs> yes, I know. Because you're the tech. <laughs> I'm everything. <laughs> I'm the host. I'm the tech. I'm a website creator. I'm uh, editor for the podcast show. I'm my own manager. I'm trying to do another podcast show, but I'm having issues with the website, of course. Because I'm trying, I'm trying to separate my mind from our website to this website, and for some reason <laughs> I keep putting our website programs into this one. I'm trying to keep them separate. <laughs> but hey, and trying to find haunted stories mm. of things from back when is hard to do, especially when you have a system that sucks. <laughs> And I'm not ta- I'm not just talking what's here in the studio. I'm talking like what's outside. Yeah, I know. These idiots don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they keep fucking with the services, and we have to suffer. Mm-hmm. That's why our show takes so long to get up. But um, we have we do have a couple of reviews to do first. Well, you might. A lot. I have a lot to fucking do for a review. Yes, I know. Uh. <laughs> Stuff that you've seen that I don't want to see. But um, there's one review that we are going to do mm-hmm. that came out here in the United States. Actually, f- worldwide. No. It started in one area. Yeah. Last yeah. month. This month. A few days ago, mm-hmm. it came out here in the U.S. for the first time, which was February 7th, 2020. Really good. And, oh my goodness, <laughs> I was actually intrigued. Second time I've gone to the movie theaters here in the great state of PA, which is a shock. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the movie theater actually upgraded yeah. the seats. It which did. Which was awesome. I saw some people reclining in the thing, so it's like, ah. I'm like, how the fuck do you do this? <laughs> There's no lever. I try to push back on the thing. Wouldn't budge. I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I just sat there up in a, in a stiff-ass, comfortable chair watching this movie called Birds of Prey. Fabulous. Really good movie. Really good. Oh my god. Especially the ending part was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> was hilarious. But I will criticize Spoiler alert most of the movie. Why? You gave it four stars. Oh I gave it four stars, no problem. <laughs> it's just the criticize I'm gonna do will get to that when we get to that point. Okay. Because it's the wrong way of saying someone's name. What? In the movie. What's that? Oh, Sionis? Sionis. Roman Sionis. 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 Sionis sounds like a bad <laughs> freaking <laughs> Italian dish that nobody <laughs> wants. Not even your fucking dog. <laughs> it's dog be popping up and saying, What the fuck, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff this shit up your ass. <laughs> I'm going to the doggy bar. 
I'm sorry, but if you cannot say a character's last name correctly that's in a fucking video game, which I have. Shit, you got all three of them. It's pronounced Sionis, not Sionis. <laughs> Sounds like a bad pasta dish and a new <laughs> disease that no bitch wants to catch. But, you know, that that's part of my soapbox right there, is that. If you're going to say a character's name, say it right. Don't yeah. fuck it up. Yeah. yeah. Well. Because everybody else that would have this game would be like going back and like, let me see if I can hear Batman say this guy's real name perfectly. And they do. He goes, mm-hmm. Romus Sionis. Or Sionis Mill. Mm-hmm. That's how you pronounce it. Not Sionis. Mill that you don't want to go to because you might catch a big-ass <laughs> disease and die. The others be coming down like, Oh, man. This dude's already dead. He already got a disease that's <laughs> alienated. We're out of here. Oh, that would be the bishop's ex- second wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about if there was, you know, like, the Batman game, if it was the world was set up at that, and we lived in it, yeah. And the aliens came down and saw Sionis Mill, <laughs> but the aliens been hearing Sionis. Fuck! The disease is already here. We're screwed. Let's go. An alien disease already beat us. <laughs> Bye. Um, if you don't know, um. Sionis is a black mask from DC, the DC Comics, and I might get some comic nerds um, probably trying to debate which is better, Marvel or DC. Um, I'm going to come out right now and say I was actually not a fan favorite for heroes of DC Comics let alone cartoons uh I'm actually a villain nerd (laughs) (laughs) um after 12 years of marriage now I find this out she's a villain nerd yikes uh, Richie tried to tell you that. <laughs> you didn't want to hear it. <laughs> well, Alex is the one that keeps saying, oh no, she don't like Marvel or DC. She don't like any comic books. She just burns them. <laughs> we walk around the back of the house, she's burning comic books. It's like, what the hell? I was actually burning uh, the Marvel comics. <laughs> like I said... <laughs> Burning comic books. Well, Marvel, DC, I don't care. <laughs> Both sides are like equal. Just you know, you got the good guys, you got the bad guys. Who cares? <laughs> DC better. Marvel better. Drown yourselves, you bastards. <laughs> They're both good in the story. <laughs> I think he uh, I think we listened to JD too much. <laughs> if okay, the guy that I just named, um, he does a YouTube channel. 
um, called uh, JD from N from NY206. Uh, he has a Twitter feed. Um, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, he he does have a Facebook, but um, he doesn't really go on that one. Um, he, he, he is a video game nerd, uh, who wasn't in their life, <laughs> cause I was, until I got out of it, um, I'm still ready for the next release of the video game that he's playing, <laughs> fucking hilarious when he's, with the shit he does. What? Luigi's Mansion 3? Yeah. That's out already. That's been out. We don't have the money to get the fucking system. You didn't hear what I said, did you? Yeah, I did. I said I'm waiting for the next episode of him to come out because in Luigi's Mansion 3, he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm waiting he, for the next installment. Well, he also does um, um, a lot of wrestling on his podcast, which really, really started before there was any um he I'm gonna warn you like I did when we did our first actual episode on our podcast um he's uncensored just like us but um which brings me to say this the paranormal with like um, comic comic books horror movies true crime and I'm actually gonna say this wrestling they all do coexist almost in the same not in the same vicinity but there are very similar parallels um, I've been saying that for I don't know how long. Um, it all those things, including video games, coexist under the same genre in a way. He doesn't probably know we um or mainly I drop his name on our podcast to for you know reasons that I'm sim similar to how he is, how he speaks, um and his mannerisms. The only difference. We don't <laughs> record ourselves. For people to see us just yet. Um, that might be somewhere down the line. Um, but yeah. Give JD. From NY206. Um, a shout out. Tell him. Uh whether it's YouTube or Twitter that 
you heard uh, heard of him through us. Um, basically, we're how do I say this? Where you guys heard of, heard of him? Um, he we don't get paid uh, letting people know who he is, what he does. But no, nowadays people um, people get paid in other ways, I guess. But my rating for Birds of Prey 4 of 5 really good um, Marco Marco Robbie as Harley Quinn is very good very excellent um, you if I could compare her to the cartoon version of Harley Quinn, uh, is very almost the same. The only difference is when she's, when Margot Robbie isn't in character as Harley Quinn, you wouldn't know she was. Simply because she's from Australia. <laughs> she did um, when, I mean, if anybody hasn't seen Suicide Squad, you're dumb. Or you were turned off because, uh, I don't know, one of them or something, I really don't know. I mean, I could be in the same boat when I first heard of Suicide Squad. Right. Because, um, what Will Smith, knowing Tim Dennis, he's going to be like, okay, give up your paranormal card. <laughs> uh, fuck you. No! Uh, I'm a huge fan of Will Smith probably because it goes back to Fresh Prince because I did watch that in the 90s um, which I didn't know he was an adult I thought he was a teenager uh, no no one told me he wasn't a teenager I figured that out myself in uh, Independence Day when he's playing the <laughs> the um, the lieutenant um, now I figured out oh shit he is an adult <laughs> which you know Will Smith he's really good he's a good actor um, I might have some people say probably message us or maybe tweet you how is she a fan of Will Smith 
but she's not in the rap. Uh, here's your answer for that. I'm a straight up rocker, okay? <laughs> not that type of rocker, dear. <laughs> um, just had to throw it in. Uh, yeah. I am. I'm a straight up rocker. I like rock music. I'm not a fan of rap. I never was. Um, but Will Smith was the reason I saw Suicide Squad because of him. Even though he's playing Deadshot. Um, come to find out, Deadshot, he is black. <laughs> he is black. For some reason, uh, colored, there is no political correctness on this show. Okay. You're black, you're black. We... Uh, we all bleed the same, just different skin. Skin tone. Uh, when black characters of comic books, when they're done in a certain shade, like for blacks, for example, they have that dark brown tint. For if some don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, uh... Yeah, you kind of threw me off on that one. Okay. Lex Luger. Oof. He's... No his role in the cartoon is black. Oh, you're talking about Lex exactly. Luger. Yeah. Not Lex Luger. Whatever. He... He is black. Uh... So, his tone kind of is a mesh of different browns in comic form, but in cartoon, you know the skin color is black. I wasn't sold at first of Marco Robbie doing Harley Quinn. I wasn't sold on that at first until I did see the movie mm. and I actually liked it. Uh, Jared Leto like Dave like Dave Schrader Darkness Radio Beyond the Darkness I want to poke him with a stick in the face. <laughs> but that was actually before I found behind the scenes footage. It wasn't the actor that was doing Joker. Or I should say the Joker. It's it was the director. And uh and was actually really good as much as it, Dave's probably going to want to be like okay you hand over your card 
<laughs> in a way, I'm still not sold on him. But if I had to compare him to uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I go with Jared Leto. Okay. I'm not damning the movie Joker. I haven't seen it yet. Um, probably when it comes to DVD, I'll see it. But it depends. Due to the fact our, you know, we do get paid once a month, so that's kind of hard to figure in sometimes. But Suicide Squad, I might as well say is like a prelude for Harley Quinn. I mean, yeah, they had the Joker scenes with her, but to show that Harley Quinn's crazier than he is. <laughs> and she is. <laughs> so, with Margot Robbie in Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey, the emancipation of one Harley Quinn. If you don't pay attention, which I'm in the theater, I noticed some people were on their damn phones. And I heard one go, wait, so, wait, she formed the Birds of Prey, but she's not with them. Here's a clue. Birds of Prey is a form of three different good guys or females that had darker past. Maybe darker than, Har than Harley Quinn, but I hardly doubt it. Mm -hmm. And they stayed together forming Birds of Prey. Uh, Harley Quinn, in the end, it is fucking hilarious. Um, and I just have to ask, even it's, even though a character in a movie is trying to get another character to pass, uh, um, a diamond after the person swaddles it, it doesn't take the, the entire fucking movie. Okay? <laughs> That's one flaw. I actually have to say. Because... Mm. You can't... Like... Anybody... Uh, that does something... Uh, a little moronic... Which is called thinking... Um, well, some people would think uh, morons. You gotta think reality sometimes. Like, okay, how is that plausible? How is that possible? Even though it's a movie. Mm. In reality, if you swallow a rock diamond. Pretty sure you'd be choking on it. That's one. And but if it comes out the back door, 
It doesn't uh, take a whole fucking movie. <laughs> your back door might be gone. <laughs> take. I'm sorry. That that's the one part in the whole movie that I could not understand. Why this girl swallow a rock diamond <laughs> that big? And it took all the way up to almost the end of the movie. For it to pass. Just to come out the back door. I mean, in parts, you see Harley trying to fucking feed her for it to come out. Feed her nothing. (laughs) And nothing was working, but one of the last scenes, spoiler alert, she's eating a fucking burrito. And that causes her to fucking pass it. Yeah. <laughs> I was scratching my head on that one. It's like, uh, duh, what? Well, it's kind of funny. A burrito. That, you know, Harley goes to the bathroom to kind of help her, but, uh, <laughs> she takes Black, Black Canary's car. She took my car! Uh, Huntress, she just starts laughing. (laughs) Those are do gooders. Whoopsie! You just got jacked for your ride. Of course, that car was the ugliest car I've ever seen. (laughs) <laughs> Especially for a person named Black Canary with that mm-hmm. kind of car. Are you serious? Well, at first it was ugly, but... Couldn't it have been something more nicer? Well... I think it wasn't even aerodynamic. Well, remember, um, after uh, Harley and the little girl... Cassandra's in the car. You see her that gave it a facelift. (laughs) (laughs) But still, it's like, uh, ugly car in the movie. Couldn't you come up with something better for a woman that has sonic scream? (laughs) I think I lost, I think my left ear almost went. I mean, granted, I'm tone deaf in my right ear because of the tumor, but my left ear, I think it went from that sonic scream (laughs) at the booby trap. Oh, I know. And what kind of, who came up with that idea? Calling something the booby trap. I don't know. It's, I guess. um, That looks like a goofy ride. Come on. Couldn't you come up with something better? Well, that was actually pretty good for me. Um, well, anywho, the, I mean, yeah, again, I gave it a four and five. I gave it a solid four. That's what I gave it. Outside of the end part where uh, Roman Sionis, (laughs) Sionis, you assholes. (laughs) Blew up into like billion pieces. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Finally, some guts. Well, that's it. well. 
I was like, holy crap. It was the 4th of July all over again. Well, if people probably thought because of the trailer, um, um, Harley Quinn's like basically saying people should be afraid of her, not him or Mr. J. Mr. J? Makes me want to throw up every time I hear Mr. J. Uh, he was actually funny, um, but with the trailer, people probably thought she kills him, and it's not really a team effort. It's <laughs> chemical building, yeah, that's, yeah. I thought the same thing at first, because I thought I saw a body part fly from, like, Almost like in the center of the movie screen to the right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, that was just a board. <laughs> not a, not Joker. I was like, oh, damn. He wasn't in the movie. Even I told you that. I know, but <laughs> it looked like him flying. Yeah. Like in one of my games where uh, <laughs> Bane turns around on the helicopter, shoots the hotel with a rocket launcher, and he goes, wee. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like him flying from the center of the screen to the right. Yeah, no. But it was only a board of him. It was like, but I did Damn. like that line. Uh, Harley, I gotta tell you something. At your apartment, I did steal something. Your ring. And it's the fucking grenade thing. <laughs> it's the grenade pin, and then Roman Sion is, Sion you bastards. <laughs> fucking fell off and blew the fuck up in midair before hitting the water. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was a good... Finally, the best ending of the whole damn movie. Good. <laughs> um, I loved it. So you gave it a solid four? I gave it a solid rock four. Okay. I'm sorry. So that was the ending. The ending gave it the four. I was going to give it a <laughs> two and a half to a three-star max. That was it. But when I saw Roman Sianas blow the fuck up and a million pieces and guts, I'm like, solid four. Yeah. Uh, the the police fight scene was really good. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. The fact I couldn't even recognize one of. Uh, the um, players in there, mm -hmm. which was Rosie Perez, because you haven't seen her in a long time mm -hmm. since, oh, uh, God. I don't know. I can't remember the last movie I saw her in. But it was like, wow. <laughs> I was waiting for her to hit the captain. <laughs> I was waiting. The guy that stole her job. Oh, I thought the same thing, but... I thought she was going to deck him. I'm like, oh, please. Please let me see her... This woman just... Bitch slap this son of a bitch. <laughs> no. I was like, are you serious? Then that two and a half to three went down to like... Zero to zero and a half to one star. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, okay, so this movie's going to be boring. <laughs> and I saved forty dollars just for this event, plus bus fare. Mm -hmm. And then it just went <laughs> straight four, <laughs> solid rock four. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but I did learn one thing. 
if you don't have a vehicle and you take a bus to a movie theater don't do it in the winter don't do it in the winter and definitely do not do it on a weekend yeah Monday through Friday is a weekday Saturdays and Sundays are a weekend do not do movies on a weekend unless you know you can get home. Yeah. We were waiting for a bus that was Never supposed showed to up. pull in to the movie theater at 10 minutes to 6 on Saturday, and the fucker never showed up. Yeah. We ended up walking home. So, that's a lesson for you guys. Mm-hmm. Do not do movies on the weekend. Yep. Weekday. This way here you know you can get home. If you have to take <laughs> a bus. Other than that, if you go with friends, you got a ride, fine and dandy. Do it on the weekends, but make sure you save money. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, I know you have a lot of catching up to do. Oh, that movie got a ratings from... Rotten Tomatoes. No. No? M... IMDB, I think it is. IMDB. Yeah. Gave it a 6.7 out of 10. I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes to get because it wasn't even up there I know. when I looked at it. It was something else that gave it like an 80%. That's an... Uh, well, that's actually... That is a media site. Most likely. It actually is. Um... The 80% is um, what people thought about it. I mean, a lot of people did like the film. um, But there are some freaking Nancys out there that don't like it um, for whatever reason. Uh, I did... um, here are a couple of uh, things. Yeah. Um, hold on, what? before you go to um, Actually, it, there's an update okay. at the box office for the movie. Okay. Uh, the budget was 82 to $100 million. Mm-hmm. Now, what was it, last night I looked at it? Or the mm-hmm. night before? Last night? Last night. Last night, the box office said 79 point something mm-hmm. million dollars. Yeah. Here's an update. Okay. Because they fell very short from their budget. It was like, oh, this movie is going to hurt. How does Birds of Prey... Oh, okay, go on. Now the update is at the box office, it made $86.6 million. Mm -hmm. So it just made it in the budget area. (laughs) I I was like, because that's why I was like, ooh. It went <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, due to the fact that I only saw it saying seventy-nine point something million dollars, I'm like, oh, the director's gonna be pissed. The whole crew, the cast, because they didn't make their budget. Today, they made their budget between eighty-two and a hundred million dollars. Made eighty-six point six million at the box office. Oh yeah. Due to the fact the movie came out here in the United States of America on February. It was released in Mexico City last month, mm-hmm. January 25th, 2020. 
Yes. That's why I said, you know, it did not come here until February 7th, which was the release date that yeah. we were supposed to go see it on. Yeah. But we, my health had complications and it yeah. postponed it. Goddamn kidney stones. <laughs> Do not get kidney stones. Anyways. <sighs> um. We could do a couple other um, reviews that I've seen. Um, then we'll get um, into the episode that um, we did. I we did before the um, like best and worst horror films. The, um. I'm going to say my reviews first, then do those. Um, outside of Birds of Prey, the movies I've seen um, by myself, because again, my husband's not a horror nerd or horror freak like I am. Uh, I did take Dave Schrader's advice about seen the conjuring too hold on I did see it wasn't slow unlike the first one but the I mean at first it was a little bit slow but um Overall, due to fact, uh, the Conjuring stuff and movies based on the Conjuring, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren, the woman who plays Lorraine is almost like a dead ringer. Spitting image of her. Um... The guy playing Ed was actually almost on point. If you want to go into that methodical type of acting. Conjuring. I'm not going to say it was bad. I didn't like it. But, I'm, but I am going to say... I gave it a two. I give it a two mainly because it only mainly because it was very confusing for me. Similar to like the first conjuring, I was completely lit. What the hell's going on here? Um, The Conjuring 2 gave it a two and a half. Two and a half was a solid two, but I'm going to put a half in there because the two people doing Ed and Lorraine in the films. Uh, 
Annabelle comes home. I didn't fall asleep through it. But, of course, again, they go with the fucking porcelain. Uh, Annabelle comes home. Which, you know, where it's like their daughter and the babysitter or something like that. Um, I give that one... I give that one, because I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. It is a two. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, the next, the nun. The Nun, that I, uh, the Nun movie that I saw, um, I gave that, um, I'm not giving it a solid three, a two and a half. The next movie, La Llorona, if I said that right. Uh, which, if nobody knows, that's an actual person, I guess, from, I guess, way before a lot of our times. But if you know the story, some people can laugh at it, some people can be like, eh, I kind of see that, or the person... Sorry, can't whistle that well. But, thank you. That movie gave it two. But that's it. Sip reason, because the story was there, I just thought the acting fell flat. Mm. Like, Annabelle Comes Home, that movie fell flat. That's why two and a half. Two, two and a half rating with me. The story and concept is there. The acting falls flat. Now, with me saying that, I'm going to say something that was told to me by an old boss of mine when I actually started wrestling in 2008 uh, <laughs> if you're gonna do something do, give it your give it your all not half-ass if you're gonna do half-ass get the fuck out that's the way I see it um, and with it comes to movies of 
paranormal DC comic stuff. Definitely not seeing Wonder Woman, just letting y'all know that. Was not a fan of those damn things. Um, not saying it's not an iconic, it's just why. Not a cup of tea. Uh, but with seeing the previews, you said you wouldn't mind seeing it. Wonder what? Woman. No. <laughs> no. If no, it no, wasn't, no, no, no. Can no. I finish? If it wasn't the female doing Wonder Woman, you would see it. Because like, you said you didn't like her. Or something of the actress. I don't know. No, it wasn't the actress. It was the outfit. They're not going to give it the original outfit that it had years ago. In the um, TV, uh, TV series. series and shit. That's how Wonder Woman started. If they're going to do Wonder Woman, you continue with the original outfit. If that's the case, I shouldn't uh, say who's going to be Catwoman in the Batman. I'm sorry, but nobody else can do a better Catwoman than Julie Marr from the <laughs> 1966. Fuck <laughs> that! I don't think... <laughs> sorry! Um, okay, so with that in mind... What's wrong with Michelle Pfeiffer? She sucked. Well, she looked like Casper's sister in a cat <laughs> outfit that was uh, torn up by Chucky. <laughs> no. Which version? The first one. Thank you. Now. <laughs> well, well, due to the fact the outfits of what's in like DC movie stuff Marvel it's got to have a leather look to them studio wise makes it look like a prostitute or a dominatrix now well, okay but remembering Catwoman from Batman her at first her outfit looked like it was stitched together I know. I actually had a couple of those. Before my nephew, my brother Alex's son, tore him the fuck up. He's lucky I haven't torn his ass up yet. Um, Catwoman's outfit, it was stitched together in the beginning. That's why they gave it the stitched look. Uh, and two... It was done by Tim Burton. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, I actually did like her as Catwoman. Um, I mean, you might call my bluff on this one, but one night on Halloween, I was actually Catwoman. I can hardly believe it. <laughs> But yet, there's no pictures of that. You're not going to find them. <laughs> I would love to see what that looks like. <laughs> you know the one person that has all of them. Yeah, unfortunately, he's like six feet under. Sorry. No. no. The other one. He doesn't have them. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. He's looked. 
Really? Yes, he doesn't have them. He said the one that's six feet under has them. He wasn't buried with... He wasn't burned with them. I know that. Well, he did something with it because he can't find it. Hmm. That's strange. Yes, if you're hearing like clicking and a in the background I'm on my laptop and on my Microsoft Surface that I have. Yep. Trying to find different things on different computers instead of the podcast PC computer because it makes more of a noise than anything. Yep. So I apologize. The I wish I could figure out a way to take them out of the podcast show the click click clicks and there end up. But not that advanced yet. No, not yet. Still learning. <laughs> Still trying um, to learn new shit. Again. And outside of that, I haven't been really been playing with my Microsoft Surface since yeah. I found it for a good price on eBay for 50 bucks. Yeah. But I didn't read the description and found out it didn't come with a charger. So I had to look for the charger with the right um, specs to it to find yeah. out what type of charger it was mm -hmm. and then I had to wait the month later to get it and now I finally have a charger and it's trying to get up to working now oh yeah um, now okay I'm gonna do a little bit of a tease here and let people fucking figure it out you know what I'm going to say because you've seen me come out as it. And. Was this. When I started to wrestle. Oh. Different. Well, it was actually. The second year. Or I should say, my first full year. As a wrestler. In. In 09. Uh, <laughs> you remember when we were doing the the whole month of Halloween shows when we actually got the TV deal vaguely remember the tumor cut me off okay people who were wondering well wh I can't remember that episode number but the person doing the interviews asked me, "You're of a subtype of culture. What is? What are you gonna do for Halloween?" Cause people were seeing me. They were like wondering first. Wait, Halloween come early? <laughs> uh. But that year. Uh. When Alex came out, um, <laughs> he came out looking like Ash, Bruce Campbell. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't, um, let's just say it came out as a female style of Joker. Yes, I was actually joker that day but I meshed I don't know how the fuck Sunny Bear did it but 
he was able to mash um, basically because the black and red corset Harley Quinn and shit from the later comics um, she um, let's just say the elf the f the main outfit was actually underneath um trust me try wrestling with two different things of clothing on i came out looking like a female joker um but that was just, you know, to uh, do a promo on somebody. And uh, then came, then, you know, tore up the Joker stuff and people seeing Harley Quinn shit underneath. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck he did that. Uh, the red and black leather style corset that he did, but I wish he, I knew how to sew. <laughs> uh, and in turn, instinctively, I can hear Richie laughing at me. Shut up! You can't sew either. <laughs> I'll probably get my ass kicked for that. <laughs> Uh, probably. <laughs> if he's got the balls, come and bring it, bro. Run. Next, we're gonna get into the uh, worst horror stuff. Uh. Okay. Some of you who've been with us for so for from the beginning we started this you all know I'm a horror freak and it's very hard to impress me when it comes to horror people see me saw me when I wrestled when I wasn't in the ring they would see like a horror element to me. I'm just gonna say this. Uh, only a few of you who actually do know me know what my favorite horror films are. I might as well say franchise. I'll give you a couple seconds. Give up? I didn't think so. A certain remake. Because ever since I did that review, people. Oh, trust me, I've been getting bugged since then. It was. 
last year? Yes. Yeah, eleven five, I think it was. Yeah. It's in our archives f file now. On our website. <sighs> I'm actually gonna have to say this, and I'm not changing the rating on it. If it wasn't for someone very well known to do the voice of the remake reboot, it wouldn't have gotten... people wouldn't have liked it. I wonder how many people are trying to are thinking what is she talking about? I'm talking Chucky, okay? We all know who the original Chucky is. But if anybody's been under a rock for a couple of decades, for practically almost a decade, two decades. Brad Dourif, an amazing actor, has done Chucky for 25 years. He goes to Wild of Horror stuff with it. Ca Apparently there's a horror comics of Chucky up there. I would love to know where. Uh, he's always been Chucky. Okay. At first. I was not sold. Finding out who they got to do the voice. Of the reboot. Because you know. Brad Dourif doing Chucky in the franchise, he's under a contract. So, obvious, they weren't able to get him. But, as I said, yeah, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, freaking Joker in the cartoon, in the cartoons, uh, a couple of Joker spin-offs in other cartoons, um, and uh, the video games, and I mean every fucking video game that has Joker in it, Mark Hamill does. The reason I wasn't sold is because you hear Mark Hamill, you're going to be thinking, oh god, it's going to sound like fucking Joker. I have forgot when Robot Chicken first started that there was, I don't know, a segment or something with Chucky in it, but it wasn't the guy who does it. It was somebody else. And I didn't realize it, Mark Hamill was the voice for that segment for Chucky in Robot Chicken. How the fuck they did that, I don't know. But 
hearing the fact um, he was honored they wanted him pardon me <clears throat> wanted him to do the voice in the re remake fucking AI bullshit uh yeah Tim calling you out uh he if it wasn't for Mark Hamill Due to the fact they did get it someone who's well known for voiceovers. Uh, it wouldn't. People <clears throat> would have been excited. They found out what his sound is like. He kn we know what the remake sounds like. Uh, but there is a bit of an issue. When you're hearing Mark Hamill and he, you hear him do Joker, that's his voice. It don't matter how many voice lessons you get that, that you pay out your ass to try to change up your voice. That's your voice. There is, I believe, some outtakes of Mark Hamill in doing the recording stuff. They wanted some scenes where Chucky did laugh in the remake, but it wasn't gonna work. That's why you only hear a snicker. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter how you change your voice. You can't change the laugh. So, with that being said, People have been, I might as well say, the AI pandering Nancys who believe in AI bullshit happening. There's always a flaw. That's all I'm going to tell you. If something AI is gonna go rogue the only way that happens or the only way that can happen is if it can control certain things that it's from of a company it's the only thing they can control AI Chucky is basically a cloud is basically cloud or Alexa with legs and arms and a fucking torso. 
Alexa is from what company? Amazon. Yeah. All electronic products of a from Amazon mainly that is licensed by Amazon is controlled by that. They can't go, oh, let's control, uh, let's leave from controlling our stuff to other shit that we'd, we're not programmed to control. There's that flaw. Now, I'm still saying the remake, I'm not changing my rating. I'm still saying big fat fucking zero. Probably as, oh, there, you remember one of the messages I got from the uh, AI Nancy's <laughs> saying, oh, you're just pissed off because it's a whole different dynamic. Not what everybody's used to. And said, you know, AI is real. As the person put it. I started laughing so hard. You said it was a mix of Chucky's laugh and Joker's laugh. When I've, what, no, when I've read that and no, I no, start no, no, laughing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said the Chucky laugh is Joker's laugh. But the way that Chucky looked with the red eyes, it looked like... <laughs> Johnny Five. <laughs> Johnny Five, my favorite robot of all time <laughs> and the greatest movie. And Otto Schwarzenegger being Terminator looked like they did the hippity hop and <laughs> this is what comes out. <laughs> Are you fucking like, Okay, me? hold on. Okay, think about this way. Johnny Five, red eyes, Terminator, red eyes, after the skin and shit's off. Start fucking each other. Blech. Hold on. And... You get... Chucky... Doing a fucking threesome in it. Ew. And that's what comes out. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> That's what comes out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to scrub my brains with bleach and every clean I have in this house. But oh, move. The funny thing, uh, the pansy Nan AI pansy Nancy <laughs> didn't think of those concepts. What fucking movie 
doesn't have the concept of machines going rogue. That's the point. Mm. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not changing my rating. I'm just saying, if they didn't get Mark Hamill, and it was someone breaking out in in movies, that would be career suicide. <laughs> Due to fact, Mark Hamill stated when he did an interview that Brad Dourif, phenomenal actor, and he's right, underestimated and overlooked a lot. Maybe because of his voice. But Yeah, I'm actually saying to the fucking AI Nancy that hasn't stopped bugging me saying, oh, the remake's better. It's more as I love this one. The latest one, which had me laughing so hard. You thought something took over me because my laugh split. <laughs> I was, um, I think you were, uh, e uh, heating dinner up in the oven, and I was on Facebook just looking around, seeing if anybody's been, um, you know, and I get a... A fan of Darkness Radio, aka Beyond the Darkness, Dave Schrader, Tim Dennis, ba -ba 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 -ba. a fan of theirs hasn't seen or actually heard my shit. Any of the stuff, any of our episodes, until I said something. If I had to, ch if I think I need something changed up, or go a little bit longer, maybe even a tangent rant, uh, or a soapbox, as Dave Schrader calls it, uh, how should I, you know, conduct conduct my ink, my my vocals, stuff like that. One of their fans had the balls to instant message me that one night about what a couple weeks ago. Uh, basically said you're pissed off because it's AI stuff. It's not a horror film. It's sci-fi. Excuse me. Sci-fi and horror do not 
mix. You can put thrillers for AI, not slasher films, horror films. Those do not mix. And I said, you know something? If you think AI is so gonna happen, hike up your skirt, sit the fuck down, and let me educate you. Okay? His response, I am sitting. I go, okay, if you're sitting, how about you hike up the skirt under your ass and let... Uh, and wait for the kick in the balls, okay? Chucky, it doesn't matter if it's Chucky talking fucking Tina from Twilight Zone, fucking Dolly Dearest, or even something from Puppet Master. It's not gonna work if you got AI in it. Because there's always a flaw. AI stuff is created from companies. If AI is gonna go rogue, it can only control the company it's from. Now, you tell me, oh, is that a flaw or not? Did not, literally, the idiot literally just did not read what I said and went, well, it could happen. When I uh, read that line in my Facebook Messenger, I started laughing so hard that my husband even said it. My my laugh split in half. It was a mix of Chucky's laugh. Brad Dourif, which I used to do a long time ago and not realize I'm doing it, to Mark Hamill's Joker. I could not stop laughing. When it split, I ended up falling off my bed. And... Tara Mike uh, heard me fall off the bed at the same time with the way I was laughing. He, he didn't want to come anywhere near the living room. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I fucked this shit. No, you did. <laughs> you. I went to find a near strip joint. <laughs> no. And have a nice beer. No, I. No. Para Mike. Popped his head and goes, Did you hurt yourself again? I went, Read this. When I was able to catch my breath enough, he 
he read it and said, dude, uh, uh, messaged him, the guy from his own and said, dude, you don't want to get into a debate with my wife. She will make you cry and go back sucking on your mama's tit. I've seen her do it many times. You would not be the first. Nope. To this day, the guy has not bugged me yet. <laughs> He's probably sucking in that titty. <laughs> what happened to you? This woman made me cry, mommy. She made me feel like a bitch. I gotta suck on your titty. <laughs> so, with that being said, I was able to find tweets of people that actually tweeted when they saw the film, when they saw the remake. Okay, now, this is all the tweets that I was able to find that or that's been around this was from uh, a guy from horror buzz he's a movie critic uh, Norman Gidley this was February 10th since it's out on film out where you could just get the movie buy the damn movie uh let's see November 10th Fe yeah November February 10th two days ago I had fun with the idea of the remake film was pushing with mankind being the victim of its own evil ways but I wanted more in other words this guy wanted to see a bit of a more of a interlude of the ending spoiler alert where before the credits hit the camera zooms in on one buddy doll and its eyes and you see the grin now that can mean one or two things one hopefully not another ep another sequel really hope not two Basically saying, yeah, we makers of uh, the remake got away with doing one. Which, I'm going with the second one. With the second option. Because Orion, which used to be MGM, can't do any other ones. That's why. Oh, did, 
the other fucking Nancy's. Oh, there's going to be a sequel. No, they're not. They're I not so. going to do a sequel. They can't. I thought they would. No, they can't. I don't know what site I found it on. The, uh... Um... It's a Hollywood lawyer that was the uh, with the franchise mm. who, you know, he gave an honest uh, interview about, you know, due to the fact that MGM, which is now Orion, Pictures is only allowed to do one, and that's the remake. That's sad. They cannot do sequels, any sequels at all. Main reason. Oh, what's the other one's owned by? Give you guys a few seconds. Universal. Universal was made from horror. You go from black and white to when shit's on the fucking screen and you gotta read it before there was actual sound. Universal, straight up horror shit. The, it may literally stated or I should say the lawyer stated if there would be any sequels whatsoever for the remake they have to coincide with the franchise which means the uh, creators of the remake would have to talk or work with of the creator Tom Mancini and the voice creator Brad Dourif. Other actors of the franchise were pissed because a fucking or MGM Orion was able to find a fucking loophole. And basically saying, go fuck yourselves. We're doing a money cash in. Uh, what was the quote? Oh yeah. In 88. Oh yeah. Horror's not a big thing. Now they want to do a horror film. There's the loophole. Mm -hmm. And... I can't... Well, due to fact... My computer decided to take a fucking shit a month ago. Uh, I had the fucking uh, transcripts of the interview with the lawyer. And since uh, Para Paramike had to fucking redo my computer, I lost everything. I tried to find it before we uh, 
with uh we're doing this before this episode but I couldn't find it so apparently it got pulled <laughs> next okay the next uh, tweet from Digital Fix don't know who that is but his name's Stephen Sheehan Sheehan Sheehan, whatever you want to call it. If I butchered it, oh well. This was done February 6th this year. Fans of the... Schlockly Chucky series will not find the same kind of absurd fun in this unneeded reboot. In other words... Should not have been okayed to do. Next tweet. This just wasn't a good movie. I like the consciousness of the serial killer. But the AI just did not land. This was done by Medium Popcorn. Don't know. <laughs> Don't know, but the guy's name is Justin Brown. Next, Brandon Collins from Medium Popcorn. Apparently, it's a film critic site. Short, entertaining, stupid, and obvious, absolutely insane. Could have been a lot worse. But it could have been way better. Not a lot of people liked it. So according to this guy, he didn't like it. Next! This is from Film Week. Amy Nicholson. I don't know if she's related to Jack Nicholson, but... Uh, she's from... KPCCNPRLA, Los Angeles. I don't know what that is. Uh, to her, I think they made a lot of good reasons for this remake to exist. Obviously, this bitch is stupid. Next! While not as a verse at subversive as Holland's cult classic Clef Berg's polished version oh god is a delightfully vicious ode ode to its campy origins proving that a remake can be worthwhile if made with enough creativity and a current social awareness. In between, the guy wasn't sold on a lot of it. Okay. But some parts, I don't know. Next guy, despite of, uh, hold on. 
despite how impressive the new Chucky looks, rendered with a blend of practical onset puppet work and digital enhancements. He is never scary. In other words, the original scared the shit out of a lot of motherfuckers. Ba -ba 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 -ba. This one, not. Next, Child's Play 2019 feels like little more than just little more feels like little more than an uninspired spiteful cash grab meant to claw a big name horror icon away from the people who really care about it. Example, the people working on the fucking TV series. And, oh, franchise, thank you. Next! Oh, I love this one. Zelda with a shotgun. Zoe Rose Smith. I don't know who the hell this is. Ch Child's Play isn't going to win any Oscars, but it's a film that you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of fun with. I don't know about that one. There are laugh out loud moments. How about that for out loud? <laughs> Should have put the bullfrog away. <laughs> you know it's going to throw up. Completely idiotic sections. Plenty of creepiness. I like to know where. And of course, our beloved Chucky. Again. This bitch don't know what the fuck she's looking at. Next. A fantastic ride of a movie. This is a different Chucky, and the era he was born in is just appropriate. How about no? Child's play is entertaining and solid, enough to stand on its own with fun kills and a great cast. How about no? You'll find yourself chuckling along at how gruesomely fun it all is, despite your best intentions not to. I did not laugh at anything! Next... Where the fuck was I? Next, Child's Play is not as disposable as it seems, but it's neither an art piece nor remarkable within genre. Uh, that means didn't need to be made. In the end, 
Here's another one. The movie is affected by the moments that seem to be funny and that end up making one feel embarrassed for them. Yeah, I was embarrassed watching it. While producers Seth Graham Smith and David Katzenberg may have found success in 2017's horror, horror remake Phenom It agreed the two struggle to find footing in Orion's latest attempt at playing in the playpen of 80's horror nostalgia not a good move Next, sure there are disposable roles like the creepy janitor and the mom's jerk of a boyfriend, but without them, how would Chucky learn? And really the biggest upgrade is Chucky himself. Oh, I love how this, this idiot explains it. And this is someone who works at CBS. CBC News, I should say. Voiced by everyone's favorite space farm boy. Mark Hamill. How the fuck? And here was, I was about to go ding 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 ding. No. Here's a terrific example of how to do a reboot. You take an existing concept, hold on to the central premise, then rethink everything up the, from the ground up, the film, reminds this one of how creepy, of how totally creepy movie dolls have been since 1945's Dead of Night. Okay. I don't know. The result of this new film proposal is completely hilarious. Obviously, this person was not sold. It's not. Oh, here's another one. And this is someone from a. That's a. I guess a comedian, Tony Baker. It's not trash, but not an essential remake. It doesn't surpass the original. Agreed. Child's Play takes what is convenient to it from the past, but creates something different. Well, these are mixes of people who hated it and mixes of people who didn't like it. Who, who did like it, but again, I'm still saying it didn't have to be done. That's what I'm saying. Now, I'm going to take a quick drink here. I'm just drinking soda, everybody. I'm not drinking alcohol. Again, as I said when I first started, when we first started this episode, I haven't been feeling too well. It's usually this time of year I get... uh 
double pneumonia or a really fucked up flu that doesn't go away for a couple months. <sighs> Anyways, <sighs> took a quick drink. Now, on to some, uh, some fun. Uh, I'm, again, I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, Paramike has some paranormal news. Or, uh, paranews, actually. That's what we call our paranormal stuff. Our paranormal news stuff. Mm. <sighs> Go ahead. That's dear. right. But I want to play the intro into that. Okay. So, be right back right after the intro. Stay tuned. It's time for some para news. The story that I found on Facebook, which kind of interested me, and this was a while back. I just keep forgetting to pull it up. But this is a 146-year-old bed and breakfast area in Cincinnati, or near Cincinnati, and it's supposedly haunted, and you can spend the night. Coolidge. Uh, it was built in 1874, and it's what they call a mansion, which was turned into a bread and breakfast. Uh, the history of Cincinnati and its surrounding towns is long and fascinating. Whether you enjoy learning about the past or not, there are so many interesting stories about the people, the buildings, the businesses, and happenings from Cincinnati's history that are difficult to ignore. Mm. Mm, sometimes I wonder about that. I don't know. When One was this place made? Huh? When was this place built? 1874. It was called the... I can't pronounce this one, but it's S-C-H-E-N-K Mansion. It just stood outside of the oh. river, t river town of Vive, Indiana. Ah. 
Uh, one historic area near our city can be found along the Ohio River in Indiana. Several small towns are beautifully saturated here. Okay. Including Vavy. V-E-V-A-Y. Look at the people. Yeah, Vavy. And just on the outskirts... Hmm. What, are you dressing up the towns now? Of this river town is a 146-year-old bed and breakfast near Cincinnati. I'm just going to call it the S Mansion Bed and Breakfast Inn. This is a spectacular getaway spot, but it's also, though, to be one of the most haunted places in our region. Mm. Nice picture, too, from a newspaper. Um, This spot is only an hour from Cincinnati, and the town offers much more than you may have seen. Ah. In images, the home was built by the S-C-H-E-N-K family, who made their fortune by shipping hay from Switzerland County, among other things. Uh-huh. Hmm. I feel like that, like I'm going to get into like some type of illegal narcotics crap after the word Shipping hay. I mean, who sh- who ships hay from overseas? I don't know. Today, this grand home is a sought-after bed and breakfast near Cincinnati that is known as one of the best in the region. Uh, interestingly, and that's how it's read. Okay. The S family hardly lived in the home. It passed hands many times and even sat unused for years. But it was eventually purchased, restored, and now welcomes guests to spend the night. Mm. I wonder if it's really, really haunted though. That's what I'm waiting for. The mansion sits in the center of 11 acres of specific private grounds. Well, if anybody wants to go try to do a ghost hunt, uh, you're kind of screwed. You have to call. It's a private ground, so in order to do anything, you, well, you could figure that out. As you would imagine from a such a historic building... Hmm. There were more than a few ghost stories from those who have spent time here. Some believe that the house was built on property that once saw a tr- what? T R A G I C. Tragic? Yep, yeah. tragic. Tragic fire. Excuse me, words are hard. <laughs> Tragic fire in which people lost their lives. Hmm. Well, if they have ghost stories and people losing tragic lives, I'm sure they're probably pissed. Mm. Perhaps that is the source of haunted tales. That sounds like a good book to read. 
Haunted Tales <laughs> by the Bed and Breakfast near Cincinnati, Ohio. Of course, oh, no. any fear of ghosts should not keep you away from this lovely inn. Well, it's got a big bed and a fireplace that's black with a mirror attached to it. Now there's something you don't see. Mm. There are five rooms available, okay. including one suite. Each has its own private bathroom, king or queen beds, luxurious bedding, plush bathrobes, flat screen TVs, and complimentary Wi-Fi. Well, I can get some of it, but plush bathrobes? What are they trying to do? Make you look like a character from Sesame Street? <laughs> what the hell? And there is plenty of space to spread out. Dave. <laughs> Term. <laughs> Even if you do have to share it with a few ghosts. Jack. <laughs> oh, they got a Chinese checkerboard out there. Nice. Yeah. With a black fireplace, a fawn sitting on it, and wood in the fireplace. A few ghost stories from those who have stayed here involve seeing guests, mm. and that's in quotations, who haven't exactly checked in, uh -huh. as well as other odd happenings. So it's either in checking in, they just decided to check out before checking in. Hmm. An historic building is going to come with a few of these tales. But the luxury and relaxation of this mansion should draw you in anyway. Hmm. How many of you getting ideas to actually go do this? Let me know. <laughs> At the end of the show, I'll give you the social media links that we have. Yeah. The grounds are gorgeous all year long. So you can stroll around or enjoy a book. What Just was me. that? Take it off the oh. headset. Oh, it was over here. Uh, on the large porch, you are also in a great location to spend time in nearby Vevey in Madison, Indiana. The S Mansion Bed and Breakfast Inn is known for its grander, welcoming nature and ghost story or two. I think there's more. But if you are looking for a nearby getaway from Cincinnati, this scientific, this scenic, sorry, and fascinating home is the ideal place to visit. 
S Mansion Bed and Breakfast Inn is a beautiful historic home in Vevey that tells you so many stories. And whether you believe it is haunted or not, kind of like um, Ripley's Believe It or Not saying, it is very much worth of a visit. If you like ghost stories, then maybe you'll discover something interesting. And if you don't, we think it's pretty safe to say you'll be able to enjoy a relaxing and memorable getaway at this bed and breakfast near Cincinnati. Have you spent the night at S Bed and Breakfast Inn? Do you have any haunted encounters? Let us know in the comments. Which, for the website of DCPCRP, I am working on a comments section on the website so you guys can drop us comments, drop us stories in the comments um, to, so we could see and see if we can find stories on it some more and put it up on the show. Okay, let's see. Well, okay, my laptop's acting a little slow. <sighs> go figure. Now we're going to go to. Holy crap, I got a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> sorry, folks. I wasn't planning this. Uh, let's see, where is it? Um, okay. What? What's the matter? Somehow it disappeared. Shocking. Uh, barely even used the system and my sto my other stories have disappeared. How is that possible? We're gonna have to start backing up the stuff on your f flash drives. <gasps> well, from internet, you really can't back it up. Unless you copy, highlight and copy the um, Link. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> the thing is, I put it in the podcast show info. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. I found it now. Just popped up. Uh, I hate goofy computers. They always hurt. <laughs> uh, okay, this one is hunting abandoned places in every state. Okay. I don't remember if I ever did this one. Well, why don't you look it over and I'll uh, start the horror films worst to best. Alright, we're going to switch it back to Paralar and the review desk. Yep. Until I can figure out what happened to my other stories. But before Obviously, this is the one I did read a while back. Yeah. This was from uh April twelfth, twenty nineteen. Has a yeah. cosmopolitan hotel in it which is abandoned and destroyed. The one in California? Uh San Diego? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta figure it out here. 
I gotta click on it. Okay. <laughs> but it looks like, um... There's like a big busted giant-sized bowling ball in the middle. In front of the Cosmopolitan Hotel. I don't know. Uh... Come on. Really, you're not going to tell me? <laughs> you goofy freaking piece of garbage. Well. Alright, do what you got to do. Okay. So I can find my other stories. Uh, well, we're doing a uh, little, uh, just for your FYI. If you're into ghost hunting, stuff like that. Um, if you're gonna s investigate places that are known to be haunted or rumors, uh, and it's about like bed and breakfast, hotels, whatever, call and get uh, Oh, how do I want to put this? Call to get permission to be there. If it's not a bed and breakfast or a hotel. That way, you don't get uh, slapped in the face and kicked in the ass uh, for trespassing. If you want to ghost hunt uh, at hotels and stuff that are haunted book yourselves a room uh, simply for the main reason cause there are people out there that do um, YouTube content that um Some YouTubers who do ghost hunt for their channels, they don't always get permission. And that pisses me off. Uh, okay. On to the horror stuff, shall we? If I've mentioned any of these in our our uh, last episode, I apologize. Okay. First, what on the list? Three headed shark attack. I've seen two headed. Which, of course, I wanted to freaking laugh my ass off because Hogan's daughter started it. Uh, I, I actually have seen Three-Headed Shark Attack. Um, if some of you haven't, uh, here's the premises of the film. 
as a mutated, three-headed, great, great white shark eats his way from one end of the ship to the next. The passengers have to fight the deadly predator using anything they can find. That don't sound, uh, quite enchanting to watch. But, uh, we've seen three-headed shark attack. It, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. Mm. But we've I've actually seen four headed shark attack, five headed and six headed. You don't wanna watch it. It's stupid. All of them are stupid. The f the two headed shark attack movie when it first came out it was invented and was actually not too bad. Uh, but after that, like three-headed and onward, just fucking stupid. Majority of them, per uh, I believe, are like sci-fi made, so that's probably why. <laughs> Next, Apocalypse Earth. A group of refugees from Earth work to survive on a hostile alien planet. And with that being said, ow. it's actually quite not as bad. Uh, but it was actually really stupid. Main reason: first films, the three, the first three films before this one, is actually basically like a triple whammy of ugh, why? But this movie, Apocalypse Earth. Uh, stars Adrian Paul, one of the actors who is like a British kite mark before terrible films and TV. Don't bother just. I'm not even going to bother describing this shit. It's stupid. Trust me. I'm not reading what a person who saw it said it was stupid. I actually agree it is really fucking dumb. But if any of you want to know, uh, it was a direct video uh, in 2013. And you could watch it on uh, Amazon Prime, I guess. Next, Age of Dinosaurs. 
That just sounds like a really bad... Yeah, I'm not even going to say it. A bad movie? <laughs> it's a Jurassic Park wannabe. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> that was... That came out in 2013. Uh, if you... Any of you want to know what it basically mean basically is from the premise of the supposable plot if you want to call it that hundreds of dinosaurs created in a biotech firm escape into Los Angeles <laughs> so that's where he came from <laughs> The only, only thing I have to say, because I did see this on uh, Netflix, when we had Netflix, uh, it is very Jurassic Park-ish, but, oh my god. Uh, the only funny scene in this whole film is the T-Rex. <laughs> Trotting down the fucking fucking LA. <laughs> Damn, you've been spotted in an LA. What are you doing? <laughs> Actually, from the look on it, it looks like Chris having a bad day. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Because <laughs> you know, before you go to LA, you're supposed to have fun with your wife first. Then go to LA. <laughs> What'd you do, Mystic Ticket? <laughs> uh, let's see. Next, Alone in the Dark. That's usually me. I know. Or me. When I have to work uh, on computers just to get them up and running. <laughs> this one, Detective... Yeah. Rewind. <laughs> Detective of the Paranormal slowly unravels mysterious events with deadly results. Uh, it's a uh, Yui. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm just saying it the way it is. Yui. Yui. <laughs> Bulls. <laughs> it's B-O-L-L-S. <laughs> I can't pronounce it. <laughs> it's supposed to be one of this guy's films that he did, but... Uh, It's just fucking dumb, but it's dumb to where you're just gonna fucking laugh at everything, even at the parts where you shouldn't be laughing. Extremely shit of a movie, and I'm telling you that, I mean, you got Christian Slater in it, Tara Reid, Stephen Dorff. 
Not Braddorf. Different guy. Frank C. Turner. Anything with Christian Slater in it? Usually I say no. Uh, if you want to watch it, no, you can watch it free on imdb.com TV. It's a TV service. It's a stream service that they have. The next is Avenged, a 2013 film. Jesus. Uh, this one, a deaf girl, is brutalized by a murderous gang who are then hunted by her when the bloodthirsty spirit of an Apache warrior inhabits her lifeless body. Ew. In other words, a spirit takes over a dead girl's body and she's... She's not a zombie, but she... <laughs> Boom! I mean, this, the... Uh, <laughs> well, the cover of it uh, is a girl with... Uh, a knife in one hand a pair of jeans might as well say like a tank top ish shirt I don't know it's really ridiculous believe me next came this one this movie that I'm about to read you next all I'm gonna do I'm going to read you guys the emphasis of the film of these the rest of these films and then I'm going to put the name to it. When four, four friends go camping on the south dunes or downs however this it's spelled they are quite literally tortured by their past. It it's called Nazi Vengeance. Not really sure what the hell that's supposed to mean. That doesn't mix. That title doesn't mix with the premise of this film. Or basically the plot. Or whatever, if you want to call it a plot. Uh, next is called Bad Meat. This that, this movie came out in 2011. Uh, ordered to a delinquent camp by their exasperated parents, a group of wayward teens fall foul of a deadly virus that infects the guards and turns them into flesh-eating monsters. 
I didn't even bother, I didn't see this movie in Netflix, but trust me, it sounds really dumb. Okay, the next movie, this came out in 1987, Blood Rage. Yeah, y'all heard me what I just said. Blood Rage. As kids... Todd is institutionalized for a murder whilst his twin goes free. Ten years later on Thanksgiving, Todd escapes and a killing spree begins in his neighborhood. You can see that on uh, Prime Video or I guess Amazon Prime. Uh, Not quite, in, not quite interesting. Trust me. Uh, the next, Kevin Fever Three, Patient Zero. This came out in about 2014. Uh, when a group of friends. Enjoying a bachelor cruise in the Caribbean, or Caribbean, however you want to call it. Stumble upon a research facility on a remote island. A deadly virus is unleashed. The group must find a way to survive before the flesh-eating virus consumes them. Can we get any more of a goddamn fucking zombie shit? How about this? How about we get rid of the AI stuff as well as the zombie shit? Okay? Cave. Okay, this movie is actually uh, a TV movie that came out in 2006. It's called Caved In. Disguised as extreme adventurers, a group of a group of high-profile thieves unknowingly lead a group of wealthy tourists on an expedition through an abandoned salt mine that is guarded by ancient creatures. Why does that sound like a different movie? Uh, I didn't see this, but from a rating that I'm looking at, it's underneath it. It's a very slow film. Uh, come to think of it, I did see this. Um, trust me, when there's nothing really to do after your done work, done with work and stuff like that, and you just don't care what's on TV. It was on the Sci-Fi Channel when I saw it, 
uh, it's really, and I swear to God, I'm not lying to you guys when I tell you this, the acting is, oh my God, if there was ever a way to slap people in the face for doing shitty acting jobs and forcing them to go back into acting school or relearn what they were supposed to learn or what they already learned that movie would be one would be one of them oh I'm sorry none of you know what I'm talking about okay it's the acting is extremely appalling the special effects are very terrible uh, and fucking ridiculous uh, there are a couple of unintentional laughs in the film which I like to call saving grace type of moments in movies in horror films but these those weren't wouldn't even what I won't say this film no wonder it's a TV movie right the next film on the list that came out in 2016 is called cell not cell as in uh, Jennifer Lopez cell but it's a different movie called Cell. When a mysterious cell phone signal causes apocalyptic chaos, an artist is determined to reunite with his young son in New England. Uh, the budget was decent, and I guess the Stephen King type of source material of the film and when something has Stephen King attached to it usually it's has a decent film make but this one completely missed that mark got trust me guys this this movie took completely what misses everything Not even Stephen King himself could fucking save it. It's that bad. Uh, 2013 film next is called Dark Feed. A film movie movie. Bleh, rewind. A film crew moves into an abandoned abandoned psychiatric hospital with a shadowy past to shoot a low-budget horror movie. Now, okay, I've seen movies that are movies and a movie. For, for example, uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. It's a movie within a movie itself you can tell 
this one judging by the plot stuff that I've read you guys the premise of this film uh, it's a movie in a, in a movie but it's not that great if trust me, if people wanted to make a movie that some people could probably remember, uh, doesn't even describe it. It's oh my god, and believe me, there's a reason why it's on the worst list. Now, mind you. I'm reading the movies that are on the worst. Some are, some I've seen, some, And the next movie on the list, Fear.com, 2002. A New York City detective investigates mysterious deaths occurring 48 hours after, after users log onto a site named Fear.com. Uh, with that being said, I did see this movie um, with my brothers, uh, with my brothers Richie and Alex. Um, Alex liked it. I really don't know why, but me and Richie agreed the movie's stupid. If you guys want to know how, where to start, because it's stupid. The camera work and the angles of the film, completely shit. Uh, great, very grainy camera work, and I cannot stand grainy fo footage in films. Might be because it either gives me a headache or makes me nauseous afterward. Uh, the other issues with it was the acting was really terrible bully terrible shit and not in a good way and the script is a fucking confused mess of shit I mean I saw the film first I don't know how or where my brother Richie found the script to this film. I think that was probably back when you could actually read movie scripts online. Uh, and it's not that great. I mean, I got confused looking at the fucking script. It's a... With that being said, the film is ex really bad. Really, really bad. The next movie 
that we got is Hellions, a 2015 film. But premise of the film. A teenager must survive a Halloween night from hell when malevolent trick-or-treaters come knocking at her door. Next, well, I'm going to give you my reviews, okay? There may be a universe where a hybrid of trick-or-treat, the strangers, and children of the corn could work, but not in this film. At all. No. You see, I had doubts of this film the minute I started watching it. With three children poking at a dead animal with a stick. That's the opening scene. And usually when there's a movie with kids poking at dead animal, you know it's going to go downhill. But subconsciously, you're thinking, oh, maybe it might get a little bit better. No, it doesn't. You, you sort of see of the film what they're trying to achieve. But, oh my god, they fucking really failed at this film. Badly. Let's see. The 2003 film next, House of the Dead. Let me say that for you again. House of the Dead. A video game that you used to play in the fucking arcades. That became a film or a movie. Before there was Resident Evil. Okay? Still hate that bitch for taking a fucking role too. Yes, I auditioned for films as I've stated in other episodes. Not only was I a wrestler, I used to be an actor. And trust me, Hollywood's not all fucking glamour. Always fucking stereotypical fucks. That's all I'm telling you. A group of college kids reading House of the Dead here. Group of college kids travels to a mysterious island to attend a rave, which is soon taken over by bloodthirsty zombies. Again, this is a video game used to play in arcades that became a movie. I know. Every time there was a House of, House of the Dead video game in arcades, I would break the fucking thing. I wouldn't physically beat the shit out of it. Uh, it would overload. Simply because of my fucking scores. 
the movie sucked. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm not saying it sucked because it's a zombie film. I'm just saying, if you're going to make a movie that's based on a video game, I don't give a fuck. You go out. You go all out. And... I mean, yeah, I know. I sound jaded because I've, I've auditioned for horror roles. And I would get passed up by someone who slept with uh, what's called directors, casting directors, and even producers. So yeah, I can be. I can, I'm not ashamed of admitting it. Yeah, I got great disdain for uh, certain movies. And trust me, it when you see the letters uh, for equal employment when it comes to Hollywood and it's acting, <laughs> you're you got a better chance of being a fucking model than you do fucking acting. Paramike. Uh, my husband, uh, before we were married, my first divorce happened, of course, before I became homeless, uh, when I would date, when we were dating, even though I was homeless, um, I went to how many fucking movie auditions? Because according to Richie, it was like past two dozen. Yeah, I lost track. That makes all of us. <laughs> I lost track after 12. Well, the first one you saw me audition for was Tiffany. Yeah, I know. That I remember. Fake titty cunt. It's all I'm saying. I don't have to say the fucking name of the bitch. Y'all already know who it is. But I will say this. She didn't fucking do a damn thing. And she landed the fucking role. I auditioned for it for fucking three months straight. I landed it Within the first month, because of the because of the human Tiffany, the voice. I had to audition for that for an extra two months. Main reason, according to them, it's a good reason. My my husband Paramike and my brother, they both saw their reason. Yeah, you can make someone who's a different age look older or younger. That's what makeup artists are for. 
That's what costume designers are for. As well as... If you gotta do, like, special effects for makeup, that's what that's for. There is no way when you go to to a audition you shouldn't have to audition for a second part of the main role you audition for when if you already got the role and you have to go back to do a voiceover there's a problem there You'll suck. I did not suck. She sucks. <laughs> no, a whole they, lot. No, when you had to go back to redo it. Yeah. Somebody on the other side said, you suck. No. No one said I sucked. They didn't like her. I don't know who on the crew said that, because I know they're not a part of the franchise anymore. Mm. Uh... The issue that I have, basically, when it comes to Hollywood, they tell you, yeah, you got the role, you don't have to go back to do any more auditioning. But then, you get a call back, get a call, or, Whatever. when you're a minor, about to be 18... Those calls go to your parents or whatever. And then they tell the parent or guardian who has to go and tell you. They want you to audition for the second half of the role now. Main reason the one who plays Tiffany, which I don't, again, I don't have to say her fucking name. They wanted a, someone to not laugh like Chucky. They wanted almost that sounded like a, like a fucking mouse sucking on helium for a laugh. And, I mean, I mean, yeah, I still, I mean, I could have stopped it. Because the lawyer's going, oh, that's a discrimination lawsuit right there. That's a lawsuit. We could have a lot of money from this, but I said no. Main reason... I would have thought it would be a sacrilege when it comes to horror. Mm. And of course, I'm still, uh, I don't give a fuck, I'm still gonna bitch about it. She doesn't even do any of the fucking cons unless she's told, given a fucking pay price prior. Mm. No, bitch. You make the money when you do the goddamn appearances. Yep. 
that's life lesson number one. If any of you want want to get into Hollywood movies, especially horror, you bust your ass constantly, and you are told. You got the role, but you have to go back and do another. Be prepared, because there's always going to be a fake, a big fake titted fucking hoe who wanted to make a better name for herself in, for herself in films. Because she always was cast as the hoe or the hooker. That's all I'm going to tell you guys. <laughs> and girls. Mm -hmm. Next. Obviously. Whoever put this movie. In worst. In the worst categories list. Needs to get slapped. Jason X. That was not bad. It was actually good. Mm. Of course, that's in 2001, but that was good. Jason Voorhees returns with a new look, new machete. Machete. Thank you. And his same murderous attitude as he is awakened on a spaceship in the 25th century. The movie grows. I might as well save what it made. Or actually the cost for it was 13.12 million. To make the fucking thing. I like the movie. I don't know... Who put this on the worst worst horror films list? They need to be really slapped and kicked in their asshole. Mm. I understand when it comes to horror. Wait, how much did you say to make? Thirteen point no, that's what peep uh the gross was spent on it. The gross, which would be the budget. Yeah. Well, it says here that the budget was 11 to 14 million dollars. Okay. In the box office, mm -hmm. it made 16.9 million dollars. It went over. Yeah. So I don't know how this is on the worst list. Uh, let's see. November 9th, 2001, it was released in Spain. Shocking. April 26th, a year later, mm -hmm. for here, yep. was 2002. Mm. Yeah. And it was a 92-minute long movie. Yeah. It was actually a good movie. And I was not a Jason fan in the beginning. I wasn't. That guy in the Jason, would they put him in freaking Manhattan? That was funny. 
Yeah, it says here in the year 2010, Jason mm -hmm. Voorhees, in parentheses, yeah, Kane Hodder, is captured by the United States government. Yeah. <laughs> and held at the <laughs> Crystal Lake Research Facility. <laughs> it's supposed to happen in the fuck that. I think it's the fact that obviously this person thought um, they were going for like a 2000 feel, 2001 feel when the premise was future. Yeah, it's like <laughs> 445 years later. This would be 2455. Yeah. It wasn't even Jason that bad. For Jason Voorhees to come back alive. Yeah, I know. But it, it's just, the timing is like really off. I know. If this is if this movie was released for in two thousand and two here. Yeah. But yet it says in the year two thousand and ten. Jason Voorhees played by Kane Hodder. Mm-hmm. And then says four hundred and forty five years later, which would be the year twenty four fifty five. That was supposed to be the premise of the future look. What Jason would look like in the future. The same as always. Not if he's updated. <laughs> How can you update a dead uh what's the word I'm looking for? A dead dude? <laughs> a dead monster. That's okay. what I'm looking for. How can you update a dead monster? They did it. Good God. Well. <laughs> wow, I like this. Kane what? Hodder is Jason Voorhees slash Uber Jason. <laughs> 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 that was that's a fucking stupid quote. No, that's that's you know what a cast is. Yeah, They're like all the cast and as who they are. Yeah. Okay, they got Kane Hodder number one. Yeah. As Jason Voorhees. Voorhees, okay. yeah. yeah. Then it goes a slash. Uh huh. And it says Uber Jason. It sounds like they made hit, made uh, Jason Voorhees an Uber driver for Uber. Well, you just... He just holds his arms and hands out. You sit on there and he just walks you to wherever <laughs> like he's driving an Uber car. Seriously? <laughs> I wonder if Kane, Kane has seen that credit. Or that cast... I don't know, thing. but... God. I mean, I think it's the fact that, of course, to this guy who did not, who put the fucking, this movie in the worst category, Vor Jason Voorhees on a spaceship. On a spaceship with a, in quote marks, new machete. And after that, Isn't it's that Jason in space. What wasn't that the movie called Jason in space? No, that was the working title, but they changed it to Jason X. 
Okay, let me see if I can read some more because I don't remember Jason X ever starting out on a spaceship. It didn't start on a spaceship. It started with people bringing him on the damn ship. Then you saw that they're from the fucking future. Okay, here it is, right here. This is yeah, he was they were docking on a space station. Yeah. He was brought on a spaceship. He didn't go on it willingly. <laughs> okay. Makes but more sense. Back to what I was saying. With what this guy put the film is available on Amazon if any of you want to get it. After saying this word spaceship twice and of course to quote Marx new machete. After that it all the guy says is no 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 and fucking no. <laughs> I liked that idea when I saw it. I loved it. Cause it was different. I mean, why put him in the same goddamn thing, same fucking place that's got stupid? Due to the fact, a lot of people thinking, oh, Jason was in it from the beginning. No, the mother did it in the first one. Stupid. I wonder if they got that uh, Jason in space thing. From Leprechaun in Space. No, Leprechaun in Space came out after Jason X. Leprechaun in Space came out in 2004, I think. Right. I think. I'm not sure. But that's probably where they got it from. Yeah, maybe. Leprechaun in Space! Jason X in Space. Well, actually, if you think about it, Leprechaun in Space, no one was sticking to doing something at the time. That was different. Now... I got this theory, and I'd like to see someone try to prove me wrong, including Richie, because he's argued with me on this. <laughs> if, if it was possible do at a Comic-Con where Warwick Davis is doing a Q&A about fans asking him would you do a leprechaun in space now hold on before any of any of you guys blast me on my husband's twitter for or saying facebook. that or a facebook page or our facebook pages because I'm telling you, all of you right now, if you try, I will make you fucking cry and go back to where you fucking came from. Okay? Now, again, Leprechaun, Warwick Davis. When... That film came out, Leprechaun in Space, no one was doing anything different. Leprechaun in Space is more of a future-like uh, type of setting. 
you got that one. But before there whatever was or after Cedar Chucky. Or actually before there was a Cedar Chucky. There were talks of fans asking Brad Dorif. Brad Dorif himself if he would do Chucky if he was in space Chucky in space so if you think about it Leprechaun and Chucky they weren't it out of that norm if Leprechaun space didn't happen it was called Leprechaun 4 would have had the same premise as the, the third one. Bride of, after Bride of Chucky came out. And of course, yeah, there was a lot of people wondering, wait, no. They're going to do... They, they have to do Cedar Chucky first. Cedar Chucky because of the ending of 4. When at first, see, the Chucky wasn't even a fucking concept. Diamond C was asked. You think maybe Chucky could have, uh, Chucky, we could see Chucky in space? Before Leprechaun. Now, you have two horror icons. Chucky the original and Leprechaun you take those two icons they figured out or actually the actors figured out the fans wanted Chucky and Leprechaun to go at it who was the more dominant one? And, okay, this is where it got a little bit heated between me and Richie once. And yeah, I'm still saying that, and it's true, bro. Leprechaun in Space came out for two reasons. One, Jason X... And two, the directors or crew members of the Leprechaun films were getting bombarded with fans asking, how about Leprechaun versus Chucky? The reason they were, uh, fans were wanting that, Jason versus Freddy is my second point. Anything whether it's after Jason X, people started doing shit they did. Because it wasn't being done at the time. Mm. And it, I guess I'm supposed to appease the Star Treks. Or I should say Trekkies. Hey, I was a tricky. Watch it. Watch it. So what? Watch it. 
<laughs> yeah. I get told watch it by people that are Star Wars nuts. That's all that's all because they like the crapping in the underoos. <laughs> when it comes to Star Trek, watch it. I'm the only one that's allowed to say that to you. Watch it. Everybody else? Fuck off! <laughs> do, 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 do. The next one next movie is and this came out nineteen eighty seven. Jaws the Revenge. That's about right. Yeah, I know that, but... Wait, the first one came out in... 77. No. No, yeah, came out in 77. It was supposed to come out in 76. Yeah. <sighs> But anyway, if anybody who doesn't know what Jaws of Revenge is, let me give you the premise. Chef Brody's wil widow believes that her family is deliberate. Rewind. Deliberate. <laughs> deliberately being targeted by another shark in search of revenge. Okay, if they take, if they took out In Search of Revenge and kept Chef Brody's widow believes that she, her family is deliberately being targeted by another shark. They kept it there and got rid of In Search of Revenge. That would have been more promising. Uh. Jaws. Yep. The first one, 1975. It came out in 75? I'm reading it right here. Jaws 2, 1978. Oh, okay. Jaws 3D. Snore. 1983, Jaws the Revenge, 1987. Mm-hmm. It was the year before Chucky came out. And that was the last one. Ever. Yeah, that was the last one. Yeah. Now, I, as a fan of Jaws... The only reason hmm. this shouldn't have been a thriller, it should have been more of a drama, to be honest. It shouldn't even have been ho considered horror, it should have been more of a thriller drama. The thriller shit doesn't start till the fucking end of the movie. The majority of the film, Lorraine Gray, uh, who was Chief Brody's wife in 1 and 2, seemed like in the film she was going crazy. In a depressed type of way. 
then, of course, you got Michael Caine. Really good actor. Kinda flirty with her through the fucking whole thing. Uh, the only time it actually gets good uh, is you said Michael Caine yeah Michael Caine's in Just Revenge yeah yeah that's one of the first movies I've seen him in when I was young younger and I loved him after that he started Carrie Young Judith mm -hmm. Bars. Yep. Or B A R S. I think Karen I think Karen Young was a little girl, I think. Mario Van Peebles. Uh and Lynn Whitfield. Yeah. Uh the director and producer for that for Jaws Revenge was Joseph Sargett. Yep. Uh, writer was Michael D. Gutsman. Composer, Michael Small. Yeah. Uh, cinematographer, whatever the hell that is. Cinematographer. Thank you. Was John McPherson. Mm hmm. And the editor was Michael Brown. Yeah. And that was the only people outside of. Spielberg doing yep. being a director in seventy five. Yeah. That was his breakout shit that year. Seventy eight was Gene Knot S Z W A R C and hmm. in eighty three was Joe Elves or Iles. Iles. A L V E S. Yeah. Um for Jaws. In Jaws 2, there was only two producers for that. Same yeah. people. Richard Zunnick and mm -hmm. David Brown. Uh, for Jaws 3D, Rupert. Yep. I can't pronounce his last name. Don't ask. Don't bother. Um, two writers. And this one here had one, two, three writers for Jaws 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, composer, just one, John Williams, for Jaws and Jaws 2. Yeah. Alan Parker for Jaws 3D, and I already said Michael Smalls. There was Bill Butler and Michael Butler for Jaws 1 and 2. Yeah. James, Chris, and Austin for 3D. Yep. Um, Verna Fields was the editor of... Spielberg's version. Yeah. Uh, Steve Potter, Arthur Schmidt, and Neil Travis was for two. Mm-hmm. Corky. Mm-hmm. And Randy Roberts for 3D. Yeah. And that's it. Um, Jaws, the original. Yeah. Came out June twentieth, nineteen seventy-five. Yeah. Made two hundred and sixty million dollars in the U.S. Yep. International two hundred and ten 
million six hundred and fifty three thousand <laughs> worldwide four hundred and seventy million six hundred and fifty three thousand Jaws 2 June 16th 1978 yeah for the US 102,922,376 yeah um, international was like forty two million four hundred and seventy thousand worldwide eighty seven million nine hundred eighty seven thousand fifty five dollars three d the first movie that was ever done in three d july twenty second nineteen eighty three yeah U.S. forty-five million five hundred seventeen thousand fifty-five dollars. Uh-huh. Oh Lord! Jaws uh, Revenge came out July seventeenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Twenty million seven hundred sixty-three thousand thirteen cents. Hmm. <laughs> uh, 31 million, almost 32, almost uh, 31 million, 120,000 international, 51 million, 881,013 dollars. Total for the U.S. was 408 million, 56,075. International, it fell short. Only made three hundred and ninety million dollars, three hundred and fifty nine thousand, but worldwide seven hundred eighty ninety eight million four hundred and fifteen thousand and seventy five dollars. Mm. And that's it. <laughs> and well, that's, I am going to say box this. Office up. revenues. Yeah, no. So basically, Jaws is still number one. Of course. That was the first... That was like the second movie of... Horror slash thriller movie... Of all time to fucking... Get... Like, several Oscars at the time. Yeah. Now, you don't even see Oscars for... freaking horror anymore no uh but rotten tomatoes gave jaws 98 mm-hmm. percent of a review that's what because to be honest the first jaws is the fucking classic yeah m-e-t-a critics mm-hmm. 87 out of a hundred yeah cinema score not available yeah, you're not going to get cinema score for now from back then. Jaws 2, 60%. People were iffy on that. 51 out of 100, NA for cinema mm. score. Yeah. Jaws 3D, 10%. People didn't like it. 27 out of 100, no cinema score available. Of course not. Jaws, The Revenge. Zero mm-hmm. percent. No one liked it. Fifteen out of a hundred, 
and it gave it a C negative. <laughs> I think we. I think our uh, reviews. We should start go doing A, B, C, or D. <laughs> RNF. <laughs> hey, you, you said the movie Jaws, and I found Jaws franchises for all those, and I'm just scrolling down, looking who's in it, what happened, how it was done. Oh, I know. The uh, box office revenues, and then the critical and public response. Mm, yeah. To it. I mean, I just gotta ask this: What great white? Has anybody heard roaring? The shark roared. <laughs> After it got the freaking electro thing, it started roaring. <laughs> I must have missed that. The one. fuck is it a dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Or did oh, they wow. see Lauren? I just fucking uh Oh wait. The roaring had to be in Lauren, I just getting up in the morning. <laughs> oh, yes, wow. I went there, Cody. <laughs> wow, it's uh, yeah. What? We're three hours, seven minutes, and twenty-five seconds into the show. It's actually not bad. It's well, we need to have a lot of catching up to do. I know. Uh, we're gonna stop for now. Um, we'll continue yeah. it next week. If I can talk, because I have to get uh, work done on my job next week. If not, I'll deal with it. If if you don't have Paramike and Paralor, you just probably get Paramike as Paracordal or probably right. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> That's okay. I might be in some pain. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'll be able to deal with it. Mm. We'll see. But anywho. We'll see you on that. The next movie for the next episode will start off at Jeepers Grapers 3. <laughs> it actually made the worst list. <laughs> Didn't I call that when we saw the fucking previews? <laughs> Okay, so this is something I have to look up on Wikipedia for the information to just add more to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, hopefully you can remember that for tom for next week. Just write a note for yourself. It's not for me, it's for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of my f fancy dandy uh, index cards. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so, it's gonna take me a while to get this um, updated. Yep. And everything, so please be patient. And we're gonna end it here. Yeah, we got uh, pizza. I got a pizza, pizza waiting wait. for me. It's eleven minutes till seven on the twelfth. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say halang. Keep it paranormal. <laughs> and remember to go to our website, dcpcrep19.gear.host backslash 
enter.html. Yep. Um, and if you don't see uh, a little play box on the episode page of the website, there's on the home on the front page after you it loads into it. Mm-hmm. There's a little box up top, right underneath our banner. Yep. Just look for the anchor sign and click on that, and it'll bring you over to our anchor.fm page. Mm-hmm. And everything, and you'll be able to find it there and more from our past shows. Yeah. All the way back from 2016 to now. Follow us on Facebook, fb.com backslash dcpcrep. Mm-hmm. Our Twitter, twitter.com backslash dcpcrep. Um, I did get our Skype working, mm-hmm. so we may be able to do Skyping with you if yeah. you want to be on the show. So check that out. Plus other links are up there as well that I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know there's <laughs> Instagram, there's... You got uh, Twitter? I already said that. Oh. Um, Instagram, there's our Facebook Messenger mm-hmm. icon up there. It looks like the Windows logo is the only thing they had for Messenger in my computer system, coding program uh, software I use. Yeah. So I use that for Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. Kind of nifty. <laughs> and I'll do it for me, Paramike, and for Paralore. We're both saying, keep it paranormal. <laughs>